and once again welcome uh good morning to all our listeners in Futa and its environs this is still the morning show on Futa radio 93.1 fm and we are on to trending issues of course you know what trending issues is all about i have uh my you know able-bodied member uh members of the of the panel of analysts right here with me and a third uh, anonymous actually that uh, we would not be bringing in right now yet but uh, at the discretion of course of listeners everywhere first let me start off with s egan s egan you know my dad told me to do ladies first so like um I'm soaked. <laughs> let me not use the. Let me not be like my president. Let me not copy my president. He's the one that usually gets shot. Me, I'm soaked that you didn't start from um, the lady in our midst. Well, let's do that. I, I, let's just. I, do I, it. I feel. I feel like we should still. I feel like we should still like you know. Let's just let's just be calm. Let's let's <laughs> let's calm down first. <laughs> no, no 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 no. Let's begin from there. Let's begin from there. You know you so know. Let's 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 let's, 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 calm. Let's, let's be calm. Uh-huh. Let's be calm. Let's be calm. Let's be calm. Let's go to let's go to Padre. Padre. Padre is giving me some signals here that I do not understand. Padre. How? <laughs> okay. Since you do not understand, let me speak it out loud now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Padre, thank you. It is an honor. Oh, wow. To welcome the one and only Maureen Woo! into the mix. Please, can we ring the bell for her, please? <laughs> Maureen, you are welcome. Maureen, welcome. Maureen yeah. is here. Yeah, good, good morning. Glad to be among the mist <laughs> of, of this of this able man in the studio. Okay, yeah. okay. We have Maureen, and we also have Sake in the studios with us good morning thank you very much sir for joining us and uh well without mother without uh with further much ado let's uh, get quickly into uh, what we have to discuss today and uh well Gone today is world teachers day world teachers day a very 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 significant uh day right here uh in the world today what's your message to teachers out there on this particular day well i celebrate every teacher mm. Um, starting from the official arrangement of teaching that God made, that is our yeah. parents. <coughs> they are the first, first set of teachers mm. for any child mm-hmm. to have. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, those that are, are called to be teachers. Mm. And, of course, those that found themselves mm. to be teachers mm-hmm. due to circumstances and forces of nature yeah. you know whichever it is but as long as you're a teacher mm. and you have that responsibility of influencing a destiny mm. because most times we, we make the mistake of uh, and this is just for those who find find themselves you know as teachers sacrificially mm. you know mm. uh, <laughs> we make the mistake of thinking that our job is just to teach students mm. but we need to realize that teaching affects destinies mm. you know so i want to celebrate every teacher mm. uh and of course in i just it's not yeah we need to map out this day mm. to say it's world teachers day yes but every day mm. we celebrate our teachers yes all of those that had impact in our lives mm-hmm. you know the thing is a lot of people feel that uh, uh teachers are only those that had positive impact 
Hmm. But there are those also that maybe their attitude taught you how not to do something. So <laughs> failure is a teacher as experience as well. is a teacher. Essigon, Essigon, let's 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 drop that All one right, right now Let for now. Let's go to somebody else who is in fact a teacher himself, Padre Leo. It was uh, uh, Teachers' Day, World Teachers' Day has been observed since 1994. And the theme of this year's uh, World Teachers' Day is teachers at the heart of education recovery now when it comes to education recovery how can teachers do more to you know push for education recovery especially when we talk about the fact that education is the key to eliminating you know some of the issues that we talk about here on trending issues you know poverty insecurity and just generally improving the minds of people education recovery when you, <clears throat> excuse me when you want to do something very important mm. uh, the first set of people you have to consider mm. to make sure that in order for you to attain success are the major players in that particular thing and when it comes to education yes we know that uh, at the center of education are the learners because everything is directed at the at the learner mm. everything is for the good of the learner everything is for the benefit of the learner mm. but those who make it possible mm. those who make it work that without them, the learners will not achieve their purpose mm-hmm. within the four walls of school or even outside the four walls of school because education is not only what you get within the former setting. Mm-hmm. They are the teachers. Mm-hmm. They are the major players. Mm-hmm. And you need them to achieve anything. And that is why it makes sense to have this theme mm-hmm. for this year's uh, World Teachers' Day. Mm-hmm. That is, teachers at the heart of uh, uh, recovery in education, education. and uh, unfortunately uh, we cannot say the same thing mm. in our society today especially as nigeria is concerned you, you know just imagine a country where we have education solely in the hand of the government mm. imagine what it would have been today mm. if not for other people who have taken interest in education who have seen education to be part of their passion mm. and they have done so much to make sure that that education mm. is given to, yes. to, 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 to the citizens. Yes. Imagine what would have been situation. Mm. Look at how security is mm. in the, at the hand of the government. Yes. Let's say that we don't have education. Uh, people participating in that sector, mm. it's with the same thing with health. Mm. Imagine the doctors just called off their strike after mm. nine weeks. Mm. Imagine you don't have private hospitals mm. and all those stuff. Mm. What would have happened to the people? Yeah. And that is why we still continue to talk to the government that this security thing cannot be in your hands mm. alone. Mm. In countries where things are developed, that is not the way things are run. Yes, you see, you may say you have been asked questions about education, you're already going into security. Nigeria's problem is the web. Mm. No matter how you talk about one, you have to talk about the other. They are all linked. Mm-hmm. And that's why sometimes you just ask yourself, mm. if we want to make the situation better, where yes. do you even do start, start from? from? Mm. Because there is no way you can do one and leave the others. Mm. The moment you put your hand in one, you have to, you have to, you have to do the rest. Of course. Else, whatever effort you put in the one, the, without doing anything about yes, the rest, rest it's going yes. to be futile, it's mm. going to be meaningless. Mm. So the teachers are very important, mm. but we live in a society where the teachers are not regarded, where the teachers are not respected, where the teachers are not being taken care of, where the teachers are not uh, being improved, mm. because in every organization, when you want to, when you have your employ- employees, you talk about capacity building. Mm. The moment a teacher graduates 
from from the higher institution, whether at the polytechnic or university mm. or, or the college of education level. Mm. So how else does that teacher build his or capacity? Mm. And if you look at those who try to b- build their capacity, maybe they want to further their studies or mm. whatsoever, yes. who sponsors them, who, sponsors who puts them. everything there mm. for them. They mm. do it themselves. The organizations, the government, they are not doing anything. So it's good we have a day like this. Mm. And I want to say to all everybody out there, including mm. myself, yeah. like I used to tell people, see, the, the, the profession I respect the most is a profession that I feel like not going into it at all. Because for mm. me, it's the most difficult profession. Difficult, yes. The most challenging. Yes, teaching and that is, is teaching. Teaching is a spiritual But thing. fortunately, mm. y- you can't decide things yourself sometimes. Mm. God decides for you. <laughs> as a priest, I am a teacher. Mm-hmm. And as a presently, I still work in the school. Mm. I am a teacher. Yes. And it's something you cannot run away from. Mm-hmm. But once you are there, you just have to put in all your efforts mm. to make sure that you give the best to these people, mm. to these children. Yes. Because teaching, it, like Essigan said, mm. is not what we teach them just in the classroom. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of things we teach them mm. outside the classroom. Mm. And that is what makes education to be yeah. complete. complete. Well, uh, that you heard from uh, Padre Liu right there. And uh, the uh, uh, National Association of Private Schools has uh, come out to mention some of the challenges that teachers have been going through, and especially uh, with the COVID-19 pandemic. Now we have Sake in the studio here with us. And uh, real quick, I would like to ask Sake, coming from the standpoint of a parent as well as, uh, you know, how has, um, you know, the, how did the COVID-19 affect the teaching capacity when it comes to how does it affect the teaching capacity when it comes to your, your children and so, some of these challenges that teachers face as, you know, as far as infrastructure, innovation, and how does this you know sometimes hinder the learning or the learning curve of uh, of students? I just want to say uh, say a word of appreciation to all the teachers around the world, and I just like to include among those groups that Esigona mentioned. Religious leaders are teachers too. Mm. Let's talking about imams, pastors, because we need to know. We need to know that certain people are influencers, whether we like it or not. Mm. Politicians too, mm. whether we like it or not. Our education is the teachers. Hey, what the teachers? Jesus. <laughs> so we need to know because see, people we, we remember in those early days of our lives when we look up at the lights of. Awolo and Zeke and all that and you see we have high aspirations and then over the years we see what they have become you know defined politics to be as mm. per compared to what it was mm. in those days because whether we like it or not we learn in diverse means mm. philosophically, spiritually, mm. religiously socially and every other way so every of those influencers are teachers mm. and we must appreciate them mm. and like Essigon said whatever the teachers are that positively or negatively affects us and that's a form of teaching also now concerning the covid issue i like to say that you see like father leo said lack of infrastructure is a is, is a major reason that educationally we are not where we are supposed to be take an average university environment when i was in school Perhaps it was not so good like the 70s and the 80s. I went in the late 80s and 90s. But with what I see on ground now, mm. I don't see how education can ever be convenient. If, a, for example, in the university settle, a lecturer is handing over a thousand students. Mm. 
how do you impart knowledge? Apart from the private school, mm. when you get to most of these secondary schools mm. that are government-owned, mm. don't want to mention them, mm. the well-known ones, where you have 60, 80, 90 people, mm. the way the arrangement... I was in one school mm. in the hospital road recently, and I saw the number of lockers in the class. And I'm asking, in my classes in those days, we were just 30, maybe 20-something... Maximum, your teacher can stand up and call all of your names. By name. You know, mm. without looking at his or her book. Mm. Now, you see, we need to create that environment that knowledge can be imparted or transferred. And the environment has to be conducive. It's not about luxury. Mm. It's about basic comfort. Basic comfort of the sitting, basic comfort of how does the teacher convey, I mean, his message. Mm. That means teaching aids loudspeakers, you know, all, all those. Teaching aids are not found in the universities. Mm. So how will it be found in the secondary school in the first instance? Mm. They are not found. In those days, there are some things when you see, when, when you are being taught biology in my school, the kind of school I went to, I went to Aquina, you see most of these things. And then I say, one week to why some schools are being brought in. And it's still happening now. Mm. So you, you force students, science students, technical students to cram what they do not see. Mm. That's an environment that is not conducive for learning. So, what you will have seen, you are playing on the imagination. So, a twist in this... We, we, sometimes we put all the blames on the teachers. And we don't... Because a teacher can only teach. He needs some aids, some things to pass the message across. Once they are missing, if I'm teaching now about how a car moves, and all a student can see is a physical drawing of a car, with chalk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how the, mom, the the children will be able to understand. Mm. Now, compared to if I have a computer or a, a screen where I can basically show a, a, a vehicle, project the vehicle, vehicle and yeah. then it becomes easy because you see what you see sticks more. And, see, and that is the difference between our education here and in technological advanced uh, countries. countries. Because you see that the same students that we say are not performing here, they get to places, they, they are stressless, and they get more... They're more efficient. They're more efficient. They become like genius mm -hmm. there. And the reason is because the teaching aids necessary to equip teachers mm -hmm. are not available. Mm -hmm. And we are not bothered about that. Mm -hmm. The classrooms are not... In, you need to go to some schools. It's open heaven. <laughs> There's no roof there. Mm -hmm. You get to some... It's iron window in the 21st century. Iron window. That if it's closed, it's like in Wednesday's rain, you wonder how they are going to survive. Mm. See, and nobody bothers. All we hear is 100 million is being spent to renovate school. And sometimes I'm asking, which school? <laughs> because you see, most of us that are old students, a lot of burden is placed on us to go back to our uh, former schools yes, to pay. Yes. Some are paying 40,000, 20. Mm. In, my, in my former school now, we are paying school. Uh, teachers' school fees. It was no schooling. Some of mine. And that's how some said we did like that. To make sure that the education are better. And you see, and that's why I'm advocating that most of these secondary schools, as much as every government that knows that they are not capable of handling them, they should return it to the private sector. Especially for those people that are willing to take care of such institutions. 
so they can make it better. No problem. Well, uh, well, we've heard uh, very well from what Sake has said. Now, uh, moving on to another trending issue right here today on, uh, of course, uh, on, on the show. Uh, it was reported that tensions uh, rising in the southeast as the military begins operation against killing and others. Now, that is in the southeast where we know that uh, the IPOB, uh, the indigenous people of Biafra, have been mandating uh, a sit at home, even though there's some conflicting reports uh, that uh, you know they have suspended this uh, sit at home order. And yesterday, uh, the, the army announced that they were starting new training operations, you know, in Lagos, you know, in the south, south zone, southeast zone. Gave them a couple of names actually to replace the other names like the Python Dance and the Crocodile Smile and all of that uh, in preparation for the U tide season. Now that we are hearing that tensions are rising in the south east as military uh, begins operations against killings. What do you think about this, S.E. Gun? Well, the <clears throat> I have always, and I'll always establish it anytime I have the opportunity uh, been really miffed at the fact that um, as far as security is concerned and dealing with such issues in Nigeria, it is the military that is leading. Mm-hmm. Uh usually it is when things have gotten to a level where the police can no longer handle it, Mm. where there is what we call a total breakdown of Mm. law and order, a a very chaotic situation, Mm. then you bring in the military military. to help, you understand? Mm. But it is not to put in the military to lead or to start up and which is how we have always done things here mm. and let nobody think that it is only um, this present administration uh, anyone that re- uh, re- remembers the OD situation mm. I mean you know that mm. it was it, it was just broom military move and all the rest of them and all that and and it goes to show that we have systematically emasculated the police we have stopped training them. We have really stopped investing. investing in them yeah. and uh, empowering them. Empowering them. Mm-hmm. So uh, they are a shadow of what they used to be. They they have the capacity. They have the means. Imagine if you if you equip them for this job, it, they will do it well. Mm-hmm. And then imagine if we decentralize. Mm-hmm. If, for instance, you know, we have a station where every community is involved in their own security, mm-hmm. then we will have it better. Mm-hmm. Because what it used to be is that in the communities we have, you know, we, we have, uh, we know ourselves. Mm-hmm. And because we know ourselves, um, it's easy for us to actually, you know, go ahead and deal with strangers when strangers come. You know, we, we know how these things work. So yes. these are things that we should have escalated, but mm. we are refusing, you know, to escalate. Mm. Now, the Southeast situation, this thing started like joke, like joke. And one of the things I keep saying is just as I go ahead and accuse the leaders in the North, mm. haven't had their meeting and they are okay with what is going on. They are not decisive in the way forward as far as security is concerned mm. i question what the this uh the, the southeast South leaders East. are doing i i actually question it like they have governors there they have lawmakers from that side they have traditional heads from that side what are they doing has it got to this point where they cannot even put their head together and have conversations because 
this is you know this is uh, brother killing brother hmm. because i don't know how else to put it yes yes, yes you're right this is brother killing brother hmm. so if brother is killing brother why can't the family have a family meeting mm-hmm. and sort out the issue you, you get my point mm-hmm. because if you look at any argument that they are raising from any angle mm. it will be difficult for you to put sense into it mm. that is if you if you just bring it in a sensible place you'll be like what does this mean mm. you are we are confused as to who ipop is yes. in the real sense mm-hmm. we are confused as to the people that are actually carrying out these dastardly acts and we want we want ipop we want yeah. biafra you, yes we are killing yeah, our you own. i saw it it's 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 messed no up sense. it's 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 messed up and it is mm. sad mm. and then the thing is we have now gone into through the military mm. We are just added, uh, oh, yeah. what's they call it, gunpowder yes. to the yes. to the situation. Yes. Yes. Added TNT and dynamite <laughs> to boom. And I actually I agree with what you're saying about bringing in the military into mm. this because I remember, although an unrelated situation during the uh, this uh, Black Lives Matter movement, yeah. when the President Trump brought in the National Guard, there was mm-hmm. a general outcry. Yeah. Why would you bring in the National Guard and uh, all of that? But for the first time ever, I think Maureen is about to make her debut on trending issues. More on what do you have to say about this? Well, I'm looking at this um, situation, just like what um, Essigon just made mention. Mm. The fact that um, the military getting involved in the Southeast um, issue, mm. I think it's it's rather too late, I would say, because this issue started, let's say, late December, early January. And if from January till this October, they, have, they, they want to actually take this approach. Let's not forget, this thing started as a, as a minor issue, and now it has escalated like um, Essigan said, it's, more, it's a fight between community versus community in the sense that Anambra is not far from Imo where this thing is happening, it's not far from Enugu, they're just within. And the fact that these state governors are reluctant to actually meet to discuss this issue happening. Mm. Essigan made mention of the fact that the South East um, governors should actually meet. But the question is, these South East gov- governors are loggerheads with one another because mm. They don't even agree. Some there's, there's even this beef among themselves mm-hmm. about how you got into power, and there, there are people who this this community actually respects because when you talk about the Imo State is- issue, the Olu incident, when you talk about the Anambra issue, the, poly- the election coming up soon, and the likes, there are different attentions. They're, they're, I would say that their, their minds are away from what is actually going on what is mm. actually going on in mm. uh, the community mm. right there so mm. it, it's quite sad i just hope this uh, approach will not escalate things because mm. we know how this thing started with the issue between soldiers and mm. some of the ipod members mm. and even some community mm-hmm. and clash and the like so i just hope it, it, it won't it won't actually escalate well father father leo padre uh well the northern governors and the arewa uh, community, the Rewa Forum has said that no Igbos that uh, stay in the north should participate in, in this sit-at-home, you know, you know, uh, movement, or else risk their shops getting shut down. Now, Essigon mentioned the fact that you know, apart from the fact that the northern governors, uh, he is not satisfied with the, the move that the northern governors have made, but you know, he has actually paid attention to uh, the southern governors, uh, not actually doing enough now we're not just talking about Igbos in the in Igbo land land. this is being this is in the north this is all over the country is this escalating faster than 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 we than we could think well for me I think um, to take this matter uh, or to extend this matter away from the 
the the southeast territory and take it to other region is a very very uh, is an unwise thing to do is ridiculous uh it could be a stupid thing to do if i could use that word uh because we are dealing with a nation that is very very volatile you don't bring your matter those in the north they already have their issues that they are dealing with mm-hmm. and that is is also one of the one of the reasons why a lot of persons have criticized the president's uh, statement speech on the independence day trying to thank the british uh, government for for uniting the country for bringing the country together i will not use the word unite for forcefully bringing us together and they are also saying that uh kind of a statement that I don't know how to quote in verbatim now, but uh, in a denotative way to mean that uh, Nigeria's unity is, uh, is unquestionable. It cannot, be, it cannot be done in any other way than what we are dealing with right now. And it's one of the reasons why people have criticized him to say, see, you have to deal with reality on ground. Mm-hmm. Let us wake up from this, mm-hmm. from this kind it's of a dream. This, this dream that can never <laughs> come true. This, this fantasy. I think that is the word. Yeah, fantasy. This fantasy we are having about our nation. You see, when you talk about uh, unity, some people misplace the word unity for uniformity. Mm-hmm. In some cases, unity is very, very important. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, uniformity is very, very important. You may even have uniformity without having unity. Because I can be doing the same thing as you are doing, but we are not doing them for the same reason. I may not agree the reason why you are doing something. The same thing that you are doing that I am doing, you may not agree for the same reason why we, 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 we are I'm doing it. But yet, we are doing the same thing. I know that at this point in time, we need more of unity. And most importantly, unity in ideas. I think... We don't deal with ideologies in most mm. cases. We are ruled by emotions Political and sentiment and everything. Religion. And you see that by the time a matter happens, the first coloration that comes into it is this ethnic coloration. Mm. Look at even the issue of insecurity we are dealing with, for instance. Yes. Almost everybody is shouting, Fulani Etme, Fulani Etme, Fulani Etme. Nobody is just talking about, okay, there is crime, there is a crime happening. How can we deal with this crime? But before you know it, if something happens, the first thing that people will tell you that is Fulani Hetzman. And yet, you want to take your own ideology or your own practice to a place where, in the first place, you don't even know if you are truly welcome. A place where you see the people who are your host, in quote. You see them that their own brothers in, in diaspora, they are like enemies to you. And then you want to be doing IPOP thing in the northern region. I think it's a very, very stupid thing to do. You should not even take your matter there. It's even said that when you are in Rome, you behave like a Roman. You can't come and impose your ideas on people. Because this thing you are doing, whether you like it or not, like I've said, I am not in support of IPOL. Yeah. But I also believe that people can fight for their emancipation. And when I use the word fight, fight does not literally mean violence. Yeah. It is when you want to protect what you have or when you want to get what you have been deprived of. Mm. I don't say anything wrong when people say that this is what we want. But the manner and the way you go about it is what is totally unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Because you are, you are not just destroying things, you are also affecting the life Thank of you. the people, your Thank own people. You. The other day, some of these young people could not even write their final exam. When their mates in other states are mm-hmm. writing their exams and these are people that they are not even going to be admitted into university this year. 
those who passed that last year are the ones who are still mm. going to be admitted into the university this year. So, whether you like it or not, these girls, these boys are going to spend a full year at home. Except they want to use that time to do something before they get into school. Mm. You tell people that they should sit at home. People cannot go about their normal businesses. Mm. People cannot live their lives the way they want. Mm. So, now you see a lot of contradictions in what we do. Mm, the way I talk about contradictions within, within this administration... You talk about the same matter. You say, I, this group, they are terrorists. These other groups, they are terrorists. But this, the way you treat both of them, they are different. Mm. The principles that you play, you continue to use this double-edged principle. You, you continue to change your word mm. at every turn. Mm. That you treat this one differently, you treat the others differently. Mm. You people that you are saying that you want emancipation, you want freedom. Yet, you are infringing on other people's freedom. Mm. I mean, how does two how do two wrongs make a right? Make a right? Mm. It does not happen mm. in any way. Mm. But unfortunately, we are where we are today. Mm. You know, Maurice said something that is I find to be very important, and it has always been my view for a very long time. You see, the people in the southeast, with due respect to my evil brothers, they need to sit down and rethink. Mm -hmm. This is not how you do things. You may say that one person cannot tell the whole of Hebrew land how to do things. Mm -hmm. But whether you like it or not, this is Nigeria. Mm. Whatever happened in Inewe two days ago, it, I may not believe in Inewe. I may not even have family there. Mm. But as far as I'm concerned, Nigeria's peace was threatened. Mm. People's freedom mm. were put at stake. People's life were put in danger. Mm. That is what I am concerned about. This is not how you do it's things. Mm. And when you also look at how they do things among themselves, I'll give you two examples. One, over the times, now that people are saying uh, 2023, the president must come from the South-South, and people are saying, no, you see, if we have to be honest with ourselves, if we have to go through the path of justice, South-South should not just be South-South like a blanket statement. Mm -hmm. It should be <laughs> South-East. Because these are the people that, since inception, if you take mm -hmm. Agui Rose out of the picture, and Alex Ekweme, and Unandi Azikwe out of the picture, and when you look at the times that these people spent, if you put everything yeah. together, I don't think it's up to three years or five or four years thereabout. These are the people that we can say, in a real sense, they have been deprived of these things. But the question I ask is, even these people you are fighting for, how bad do they want it? True. How? True. Are they united? Do they speak the same language? So that is the problem. Mm. And that is the statement that he has said. I may be reading it wrong, but that is what I have been seeing for quite some years mm -hmm. when the election comes do you see them speaking the same language mm -hmm. even among the so-called state governors that's the real issue the other issue look at the southwest for instance you have a moteco what are you doing in your own area everybody is is, is passing the bill of anti-grazing law and you see some southeast governors they are telling you that i don't have a problem with open grazing <laughs> so then you now ask yourself where do you we people united. stand Ordinarily, Fadalio off the mic. So when do you stand? Fadalio are vexed. That is the problem. So people may want to fight for you, but you yourself, how well, how much do you need this thing? And if you know you need it that much, why not do it in the right way? And when you have proven yourself, you will even encourage other people to even fight for you in a way. Sake, I just want to say that it's most unfortunate that the properties that are being destroyed belong to the southeastern people. Mm. The people that are being killed mm. are the southeastern people. Mm -hmm. And like Essigon said, for me, whoever is supposed to be blamed, will put the blame 
on the traditional rulers and the political leaders. Hmm. And the bone of contention is that there have not been unity. They have not spoken with one voice. Just like Father Liu said. Well, if, even if IPOB is an infiltration from other people, hmm. you, know, you know, if the ideology has been infiltrated yes, yes, by, by enemies, by, by whoever, they should be wise enough to sit their people down and say, look, even we have a battle against the federal government. The federal government seat is in Abuja, not in Inewi, not in Olu, not in Onicha, where you are destroying lives and property. So if you need to put up an argument, a political argument for, you know, identification of who or, or pushing an ideology to the government, it shouldn't be by killing your brothers. It will be by a sit-down process. There are ways of doing things. And I believe in this last 10 decades, or two decades mm. of this nation, mm. the Southeastern have acquired enough education and illiteracy, unlike during the Biafran War. War. Mm. If you are looking for educationists, professors, they are there. They have lawyers. This is the time to engage these people. You see, there are ways you engage the government, mm -hmm. federal government in particular now, in ways that Yes, they may not exactly heed to you, but you push it to people that you know what you are doing. Have sticks. You know, it's not this. You see, you are just causing opera because, you see, I, I sat there in the early 90s. Hmm. You just see that some of those places are just picking up. Hmm. Apart from the main town, most of those places are nothing to compare with an average, you know, urban center here. Hmm. So for you now destroying lives and property again, you are taking yeah. yourself back to the, you know, Biafra time. Mm. And it's not good mm. because, you see, this is why we are agitating for independence within an independent country. Because mm. if we don't move at our own pace, mm. and now if this thing is lopsided and you are now further destroying communities and life, who is at loss? Who is at loss, exactly. Well, uh, well, you heard the question, who is at loss in all of this? But let us move on to another very, very, very important uh, subject, which has to do with Nigeria's expenditure and uh, revenue. Yesterday, we mentioned how uh, the Minister for uh, Petroleum Resources, Demipre Silva, mentioned that uh, Nigeria was actually carrying out private partnerships uh, to, uh, you know, re-energize re 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 our, our, our country's uh, refineries and oil production but now news coming in is saying that uh, nigeria serviced debt with 1.7 trillion naira in the first half of 2021 and not just that but that oil right now has surpasses has surpassed sorry 81 dollars Take it that is per barrel. Not, not just that, uh, Nigerian production is actually dropping or has actually dropped by 130,000 barrels, even though uh, our rate of production for one has increased to $81. Essigon, what do you have to say about this? It's called incremental progress. Let's not see where that came from. <laughs> because seriously i uh oh okay so we are is we're, we're called a mono economy mm. in the sense that our major source of income mm. is crude oil mm. and yet we're having this drop in crude oil production that mm. is barrel uh, Things are crude. Yeah. 
and then but the price is increasing mm -hmm. uh, and then we keep hearing information about PPPs, that is a public-private partnership partnerships, yes. of working with refineries and all that. But our refineries are still moribund, still mm. not producing one Dormant, single thing. Yeah, yes. We have three. They are going through maintenance. Yeah. Now, but oh, hopefully, um, <laughs> hopefully, Dangote Refinery will be up yeah. and running sometime late next year. That will be the Superman, that's it. Yeah, all things being equal. Mm. And I think a lot of dynamics will change then. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe that is when a lot of Nigerians will understand what we have been saying and the fact that it will have made sense, one, for the government mm -hmm. to just stay off uh, business, mm -hmm. you understand, and, be, and, and just do policies and do regulation, you get. If, for instance, we had done this earlier and we've had private organizations who own their refineries and running stuff with regulation and all that, mm -hmm. we may not have gotten ourselves in this place. And then to the debt issue, this is how much we have used to service debt in the first half of 2021. 1.47 trillion, trillion naira. Mm. And yet, we are borrowing more. Yeah, You get yeah. my point? Yeah. And we are... <laughs> See, the thing is, Nigerians are actually going to pay more, Sha. Mm. That is it. That's just the summary of it We all. will pay more. So let me be preparing your mind on ground mm. that we will pay more. Mm. Well, uh, <laughs> let's leave that for now. We have another trending topic to quickly discuss before we call the show a wrap. And uh, it is the issue of the Pandora Papers. Everyone has been talking about it. Everyone has been mentioning it. Everyone has been, you know, when it was published yesterday, uh, a lot of people uh, came out and were like, wow. And it was revealed that on that list, there were actually 10 Nigerian politicians uh, who were named or indicted in that uh, in the uh, in, in the Pandora Papers. Now, quickly, Essigon, uh, again, real quick, what are the Pandora Papers? Well, these are early days real yet mm. uh, because we are just um, there are a series of um, leaks carried mm. about by about six hundred journalists. Mm -hmm. They call themselves the IICJ mm -hmm. International, you know, and mm -hmm. all that, and they are, they just reveal mm. what our politicians and billionaires have been doing. Mm. And uh, if I bring it to Nigeria, mm -hmm. they said 10, 10 Nigerians are involved, so involved. Well, but we've only had two names. Mm. That is uh, Governor Peter Obi and uh, Bagudu, mm. Governor Bagudu. That's for my, yeah, former, former governor, so yes. Bagudu. And then they said there are others. I think the CJ too, former CJ was mentioned. with the CJN, CJN, yeah, with the Malibu case. So mm. for me, I think we're just doing pre-season. You know, we're just, uh, there are early days yet. We are just watching out yes. to see how it's going it's to be. Teaser. Yeah. But let it's me it's state it's that if anyone is expecting that anyone mentioned in Nigeria be will be indicted or convicted mm. or whatever, forget it, one. Okay. As long as the person is not in opposition, mm. let's assume the person is in opposition now, then we might say they want to raise some dust. Mm. But if the person is within the fold, mm. nothing will happen. And okay, let's assume that person is in opposition. Mm. Emilio, nothing repent. <laughs> you just repent and bra, 
you know everything so let's i, I don't think it's something that we should seriously uh, uh, disturb mm. and say like ha ha like some people are doing there's no ha about it either so it's, it's either repent or you you move to another bro sleep that you know thing. you move life, life to another so okay I'll what do you think I'll, about what do you think about this nigeria's language where's it goes the truth is that we are corruption corruption is us <laughs> that is the reality on ground you <laughs> see nigeria have the highest number of billionaires and millionaires who have no business physical structure hmm. business then what then is that the point of doing. the offshore companies that they are doing nigeria hmm. have billionaires who in real sense when you investigate where is the office where is the, yes they are registered with cac they are run up you see where they do government business hmm. contract double dealings bad dealings under table dealings, chair dealings, whatever, drug dealings. And you see, that's how we roll. That's how we roll. And that's how we roll. Mm. You see, if you say that Mansukabaj is a billionaire, mm. you can pick what is it. If you say Bill Gates is a billionaire, you can pick. Mm. If you say Ronaldo is a multimillionaire, you can pick. But you see, in Nigeria, if you remove Dangote and few people on your few hands, Ask the average Nigerian, even those that owns bank, you ask what did they do before they own banks in Nigeria. Try Google. You don't see things that are solid, that are concrete, mm. that we can teach in class. Mm. This is what teachers did. Mm. That this is how this man became. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we are corruption. Mm. So, like he said, mm. let's not worry ourselves. Let's bother about how beans have moved from 600 to 130. <laughs> how we common man can survive? Uh, <laughs> not yeah, I, cool, cool. Pa- pa- Padre. <laughs> Please give your final thoughts. Well, uh, the name fits well. The Pandora paper. It brings it brings to mind the Pandora, Pandora box. box. Yeah, but you, you see, it's it's a shame for me. It's a shame. It's it not just that for the fact that people's name from the country were mentioned. That is not a surprise. I'm even surprised it is ten. I was hoping that probably it would be 50 or 100. um, I was a bit disappointed in that. But what really, really (laughs) baffles me is the fact that we come out to shout, oh, we are working, we are dealing with corruption, mm-hmm. uh, we are blocking holes mm-hmm. where money is done, we are operating mm-hmm. TSA, mm-hmm. we are doing this and doing mm-hmm. that. And yet, we are fighting, we are fighting terrorism. You know, we have not even talked about the one that came out with the issue of terrorism from this same mm-hmm. set of journalists. Yeah. You know? No. And the first thing I did was to, the first of all appreciate those people, mm. and for the for the information of people listening out there, there were also Nigerian journalists yes. who were involved. Yeah, who yeah. Are involved. Yeah. But the happiness that comes for me is that at least to an extent, these people are protected. Mm. You know the way uh, our country is. You can't. These mm. Nigerian journalists cannot come out single-handedly mm. without uh, collaborating with others to bring out this kind of details. Mm. Probably, maybe by now, would have heard that uh, all these. Uh, Talks from Abuja with badges would have would have come and uh, and, 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 and and do their stuff, but people keep on doing our work for us. UAE will tell us who is sponsoring terrorism. World Bank will tell us how much inflation is affecting CNN us. CNN will do documentary of how much this is that. BBC will do this about uh, lecturer soliciting for sex. Everybody is doing our job for us, but at the end. What comes out of it? Mm. Nothing. Mm. Nothing. 
So with all of this coming out, the only thing you can just take away from the fact is that, okay, at least some things are being revealed. Mm. You just have to appreciate the hard work that went into it. People analyzing over a million documents. Mm. A million. You can imagine the kind of homework, the kind of time these people have committed into it, the, mm. time of com the kind of commitment. Mm. But come home. Let us do it for ourselves. It's nothing. Yeah. So that is the much that we can take right here on uh, trending issues uh, for today. Don't forget to keep it a date with us as uh, we bring you this same trending issues again uh, tomorrow on the morning show. News on the Globe is up next.